Scott Sattler's going to join us on the line now. Yeah, he's going to claim to talk about rugby league. No way. Not getting a chance, mate. We're going to talk the, the SEN claret jug. Yeah, well, well Sats, when I'm happy to talk rugby league with you. <laughs> I'm happy to talk the Greg Lyons Clarence uh, yeah. that was won on uh, Friday by by um, by Heels. I'm not going to say Jason played any role in that win, um, but I've I got to say, uh, no wonder that's all our cricketers do when they go. When obviously they go on these tours, mm. if they're not playing cricket, all they did was play golf because. Oh my God, can Hills hit a ball? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plays well. No, Plays we all well. played pretty well, didn't we? That's you. You hit it really well off the tee. Paddy played pretty good too. Yeah, we're getting a, um, there's, there's, a, there's a big reason why we didn't win, Paddy and I, and it's got something to do with putting. So. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, you got to the bottom of it, did you? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's been a t- it was the start of a very tough weekend for me, so we're, we're, we're drawing a line and we're starting again. No, well, I haven't quite finished yeah. on the line yet. It, 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 we <laughs> only won by, by two. Yeah. It felt like a lot yeah. more, didn't it? Mm. It did feel like yeah. a lot more. Can so I just you're say, hanging uh, all right. On the weekend... I was watching some um, on social media. Some some old Warnie highlights came up. Heels. Yeah. I just realised that every time he got a wicket, you did like the go go back and watch it. You did like something that's equivalent to the YMCA dance every time that he took a wicket. <laughs> oh yeah, arms up. Right, let's talk about this test match. 50, 50 missed tackles ain't going to do it for you in any game of footy. No, it's not. Um, I, I've got to say, I was. I was surprised that of the scoreline, first and foremost, um, worst defeat we've ever had in Australian kangaroos history. But I wasn't surprised that it was that it was going to play out the way that it did because I, I thought that we called the game myself and Jordan Cornelius at uh, Amy Park Saturday week, and then called it again at Hamilton uh, on the weekend. And I've got to say, I, I felt as though the week before in Melbourne it was a little bit like a rope a dope. It was uh, let's let's get out there and ensure we don't have any. Any injuries? Let's get through what we've got to get through. Let's make sure we don't make any too many bad mistakes. But let's uh, let's just see what Australia throw at us from an attacking point of view, and then we can work on that throughout the week. And Michael Maguire and Steve Price, his assistant coach, and Stacey James have done a great job mm. at preparing them for what was well. That was the ultimate goal. It's not about winning the week before an Amy Park. It's about winning the last game of the, the international season. So. Um, yeah, the way that they prepared the side, especially the way they prepare, prepared them physically, because James Fish-Harris and Moses Leota and co, they just completely outmuscled the Australian forward pack in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was very, very impressive. It's a pity, and if there was a decider this week, or even at Hamilton, I bet that ground would be full. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't it? It was disappointing. Disappointing because there was a lot of people outside that were making their way into the stadium and thought, oh, so on the side that you couldn't see, uh, with the side the camera was on, that was actually full and yep. either end was full, but that far side was, was a bad look. And New Zealand Rugby League have got to take a lot of the blame for that, whether it's through marketing, whether it's through ticket pricing, not quite sure, but the NRL look as though they're going to take control of that, which they should. Um, it, it probably it probably should have been in Auckland in, in hindsight. Yeah. Um, I love taking it. And I've got to say, going back to those regional areas, those suburban grounds, I thought that played in the hands of New Zealand players as well. You, you get back into the community, a bit more of a spiritual and emotional feel to the game. And uh, we know that the, you know, the Kiwis love it when you, when you throw an emotional touch into it as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, they've turned on the Australians for, on the back of this loss. Uh, a so-called rugby league news has come up and said, Tedesco yet again showing he's way past his best, not up to rep footy anymore. Edwards not a winger. Holmes shouldn't have been picked in the first place. Munster's been quiet all year. And Yo can't play outside his Panthers system. He's proven that again this year. Murray needs to be the 13 for Australia and New, Zealand, New South Wales next year. There we go. There's a fair critique. Yeah, you know what? It's it's easy to sit back and, and critique and say that people's careers are finished, but I, I think we've really got to sit back and applaud the Kiwis the way they played this game. I mean, they nullified Australia. Um, you know, if they play if they play ten times, Australia probably win probably six or seven times. But yeah. in saying that, um, the week before, a lot of the players that have been criticised were, were very good. Yeah. You know, Dylan Edwards scored his first Test try. Um, Hamaso Tabiofido gave Jimmy Joey Manu a bath. Uh, yeah, big. The, the front, the forward pack was really dominant. Um, but this week, I tell you what, what I thought the difference was. One was physically they were just a lot better. But also, secondly, Joey Manu the week before we just stayed on his side and his centre. And as I said, Hamaso gave him a bit of a bath. Michael Maguire gave him a real roaming role. He just roamed around the field and did whatever he wanted to. And I think that's even increased his his worth in the market even more so after that game on the weekend. I think we've got to sit back and we've got to we've got to applaud the Kiwis in the way that they they're able to shut Australia down. Yeah, yeah definitely. But you can't criticize Mel either for treating the final as the special or not treating the final as the big carrot, right? Because that's what he did last week, didn't he? His his response was to rest a couple of players so that they are right for the weekend. Mm. Um whereas Maguire sort of he really sort of Tried to be careful the way they played, but see what they threw at him. That was that was very interesting to hear, Sats. But but Mal, maybe um, it was a, a little too casual their preparation by the way they looked they played. Well, I think he'll's. You know, I'm a, I'm a big believer that if you're going into big games, you don't rest players, you, and that's just my opinion. I just, okay. Especially if you're a forward, I just think you, you love to be confrontational as a forward. You, you love to be involved in everything, and and to be asked to to be rested. Um, for a you know a game that where you're wearing the green and gold, um, you know I, I just feel as though that there's a lot of pride that players take in, in wearing the green and gold, and um, and I can I can see the mindset behind it. I, I can because the players have played a lot of rugby league this year, and yeah, you know, pain more so than than most with the the amount of rugby league he's played this year. So I can see the the mindset behind it, but I, I can also see the mindset behind you know players that want to play every game when they're wearing the green and gold or the black and white mm. and. Um, and that's all where I suppose where Moses Leota and Fisher Harris and Joey Tarpany and Britton Nicker and Isaiah Papali, those players, Nelson, big, big, nasty Nelson the Soccer <laughs> Solomana, they were they were prepared for battle because they sort of they got they were drip fed the week before and they just opened up the gates and yeah. let them go the week later. So um, there's a mindset behind both. Um, and the Kiwis, well, it feels though, it seems as though they played the right card. Yeah. Yep. Now, as I said, they're copying it in social media on the strength of uh, one loss. You're right. The, they're harsh, the critics. But it uh, it stands in the record books now, 30 nil, our worst ever defeat. Uh, so, yeah, the Kiwis can celebrate and we can come home and lick our wounds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, it's a long off-season, isn't it, when you're in the last game of the season. It's a little bit like the Broncos. They'll still be licking their wounds. Uh, yes. Some of those Broncos players that wore the green and gold will be licking their wounds even further now after having you know two two t- 
terrible, terrible losses their last games. What about that great hit of Ronaldo's on on Val Holmes? <laughs> oh, yeah, good. How good was he? Yeah. I'm I'm loath to give wingers uh, <laughs> that. But I've got to say, he was one of the best players on the field. I thought, um, you know, Shanzigal Klukstar, he, he ran for nearly 200 metres in the first half alone. And yeah. His speech was very emotional and uh, spiritual at the end, and he's man of the match. And then James Fisher-Harris, I loved <laughs> how he thanked everyone, thanked Australia, and he spoke in, in Maori tongue as well um, and during his acceptance speech. I thought, yeah, it was, it was outstanding. And well done, Michael McGuire and Steve Price as well, his assistant coach. It's, um, yeah, very well done. Yeah. All right, mate, great to chat and uh, enjoy the off-season. You deserve it. It's been a long season for you as well. Thanks, that's See you on the golf course. Chin, uh, chin well up, done. mate. Cousy's just saying Mount Smart had female rugby matches and Eden Park had a Taylor Swift concert. So there you go. Uh, that's why they weren't at the big stadium. Jeez, Tay-Tay's getting in the way. Oh, I know. It's 8.42. We'll be back.